When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to the podcast. Take a step back. Take a look at your life. Hug your children. Kiss your wife. English has been demoted. Your neighbor. Leave the keys in your truck. Do yourself a favor. You're like, we all need to take a step back. 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 Everybody stop where you're at. Take a step back. Take a step back. To the way it was. It's Gary Patterson. Thanks, Gary. It's Williams and Bloom. Uh, late on a Sunday. Of course, we're presented by our friends at MacDyne. Check them out at MacDyne.com. Uh, I thought about quitting my job yesterday and uh, <laughs> going to the... <laughs> Job board at MacDyne. There was some guy on Twitter calling me a loser because I was giving stats. I was rewatching the game. I I saw you posted the point <laughs> spread today. Oh yeah, and that your and fault. then all hell broke loose. <laughs> Nobody cares, Williams. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, okay. I should, we're here. But I, yeah, but I uh, again quality company though. If you're looking, if Iowa State loses to Kansas, I'll be applying to <laughs> MacDyne. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, we thank them for their sponsorship of the uh, Williams and Bloom podcast. Uh, how was the flight back? No issues. Good. We got well, that's 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 encouraging. Back at a re- reasonable hour. Um, yeah, I mean it's just a it's just a tough day. And yeah, it's a sucky day. You know, those aren't fun. No. Those flights are not fun. Honestly, they're awful. It's it's not. I mean, I haven't done it with football, but it's. Anytime you lose and you are on that flight back, it's just well, and you, and it, it, you get a greater appreciation for the effort and sacrifice put into it by everybody. By everybody, I mean, there's yeah. there's 180 people on this plane, and there's it's just it's it's not fun. It's not a fun situation for anybody, and you and you quickly realize, and again, fans, they don't want to hear this probably, but they the people on that plane have way more invested than you do. Okay, I yeah. mean, so. This is this was not it was an enjoyable. Um, they feel the worst of, of anybody. You can see it. You could you could the emotion on that plane. I mean, and, and all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, those aren't those are that's the least my least favorite part of, of traveling on those those football games. And and you feel for them. You really do, honestly. Yeah, no no doubt about that. Um, we'll we'll dig into what we think. Well, I I don't really think that it's that big of a conversation, in my opinion. Now. I haven't talked with you about it sure. at all. Sure. Uh, for the rep, my kid's been sick all day, so I've just been holding her. So I've watched, unfortunately, I've watched Iowa State Baylor three times now. <laughs> Honest, <laughs> well, like my opinion, you are though. An interesting man. My opinion hasn't changed. Yeah, so, but isn't, isn't the analysis pretty easy here? Yeah, but like, that's my. Let me run it by all you, right, and then right. we'll see what see right. if I'm missing yeah, something. I watched it, in but person. like, I mean, people like, but when I give it, people tell me that I'm wrong. Okay, so let's let's hear it. Um, Iowa State was below average defensively in the first half, which is rare 
for them, but they were elite in the second half. Mm-hmm. Offensively, I will say that they were below average only in the sense that you turned the ball over where they did and you settled for a lot of field goals as opposed to – but they, but yardage was better. The running game was better. All in all, you didn't bring your A game. and You, you outgained a team. You doubled them up in yardage and first downs. You had 6.6 yards per play on the road in which, a Big 12 game. Yep, which is good. Um, and the to me, the game was special teams. Now, I'm going to go a little bit of a different route here. The kickoff return was brutal. Like, you can't you, – you, it's got to quit happening. Like nobody can dance around that. To me, the more glaring special teams problem is the punt team. When you're trying to play complementary football like we hear about all the time, and they've done really well, but they've never had this week of a punt team under Campbell. Yeah. And to me, like, if, if you're like, Williams, what are you most concerned about? I mean, I, chances are, knock on wood, they won't give up another kickoff return for a touchdown this year. Yep. Chances are uh, odd. So yeah. let's let's start there. I looked it up today. I mean, just again, kid was taking a nap, looking at some things. Since and you're mocking me, no, because I go back and right. watch the game again. We all have our time. our gluttons for punishment, and this was mine today. Okay, I deserve this. In 2019, since 2019, so in 2019, 2020, in the four weeks of this year, in Power Five conference football, so games involving Power Five conference teams, there have been 60. Kick returns for touchdowns oh. in those two years and four weeks. Iowa State has four allowed of those 60, which... What's the next highest team? I mean, I think it's like three, and I think it's Kansas, honestly. Oh. Um, <laughs> the point is, these don't happen very often. Mm. So for it to happen to you... Especially now. Four times, So and there's reasons why. I mean, I'd say... More than 60% of kickoffs in college football now are touchbacks. Yeah. So you're taking that away entirely. And Iowa State for two years in 19 and 20 could not kick the ball to the end zone. So they didn't, they gave way more opportunities than the average team, which is a part of it. But then also, that's still a lot. Like that, that is, so when it happened again yesterday, there's reason for you to go, oh my gosh, why is this happening again? Yeah. And then the natural conversation, then goes to, oh, with the punt issues included, both return and punting team, what's going on with the special teams coaching situation, which was inevitable. Yeah. And it's going to continue to be inevitable as these issues arise. I thought Jack Whitford, I listened to the, your guys' uh, reaction show. Yeah. He exp- I thought he explained it pretty well. I mean, you are allowed X number of coaches yeah. in college football that can recruit. Yes. The way Iowa State has allocated the coaching staff, they do not have a special teams coach that recruits. Okay, that's just the special teams coordinator. They do have a quality control guy who runs special teams. Yes. And then all the position coaches have a portion of special teams. You could argue, and I get it now, that's not has not been effective. Fix it. If you fix it, you then have to remove an assistant coach yeah. elsewhere. Like yeah. it's not one to one here. Like you yeah. only get so many. It is a rule. I'm just I'm trying to no. yeah. I'm trying to point out that it's not as easy as just name an assistant coach. It would therefore you'd have to have some staff turnover and perhaps that's something they look at. Yeah. Um again though, I think the nature of even if you just kick the ball more out of the end zone, that would make the kick return game at least a little better. But they got burned on it yesterday. Yeah. Uh, all that's well Sorry, started. I just I, no, I no. needed to jump on that no. while I was uh, fresh. No, in my it's mind. good. Um, to me, the biggest problem. Yeah, it's is, the punting. It's game. the punting. I game. totally agree. Like you just again, like the way they want to play, trusting the defense, and and you should like with that group, field position. Uh, I mean, I, I watched the Iowa game back too. Yep. I know I'm a masochist. <laughs> yep. No, you. I, I mean, convince me that. A lot of Iowa State's offensive problems in that game weren't caused by where they were starting on yeah. the field every time. Yep. And I mean, I, I don't, I can't prove that, but I think I'm, I think I'm on to something there. I think you call plays a lot differently. I think Brock is probably acting a lot differently. There's a lot, 
there's a lot to it. You cannot play the style Iowa State is plays and plays very well over the last few years with a punt team where you don't know if it's going 60 yards or 15. Yep. And like you you just can't and that's where I'm concerned because I mean the guy last year Rivera yeah uh, I mean it was fine you Solid. knew he was good, yep. kicking it 40 every it's time. Be 40. That's fine. I don't care. Going to get it off. Yeah, he's pretty thing. good getting yep. it inside the 20. Yep. Didn't I don't think he had a pump block last year. Yeah, like you just knew and they they've been solid there. They were they have. I I it, you know, Dunn yeah. had the issues at times in um 18, 2018. It's just, but Rivera was Rivera was actually pretty good in 19 and 20. Yeah, absolutely. So that's my point. Like I'm I'm more concerned about that because I think that the kickoff thing will likely take care of itself. I mean, I, I would I'd be surprised if Jalen Knowles back there again next week after I mean he's running chasing punts like you know so the interesting thing about that is and I get it like it looked horrible that he was running backwards and catching the ball over his shoulder multiple times multiple times before that game yesterday the Baylor punter Isaac Power was averaging 38 yards okay. per punt so he was out kicking okay. he, he he his average yesterday All right. Was fifty five yards. Well, my that's, apologies. Yeah. That's seventeen yards. And so, I mean, yeah. again, if you're scouting, yeah. you probably tell okay. Jalen, "That's hey, good information. We're right here. This yeah. is the the average." And the kid had a monster day. What is with the Heisman Trophy winners that are <laughs> the, punters against Iowa State? Okay, that's good information. I mean, power was brilliant again for them. And we have been honestly, if you look at apples to apples here in in both the Iowa and the Iowa State game, it's been pretty even. And every position, except for punter, has been a demolition on both ends. So do you and it see? Cost, it has cost Iowa State the game they, on both sides. They have to let Mevis punt. They I, have to. That was the plan in like July. Something changed. You know what's interesting? And this kind of got forgotten about a little bit. But in December of 2020, Iowa State got a commitment from the top-rated kicker and punter in Cole's camp in the country, Cole Becker. Uh, and then he decommitted like the two weeks later to Colorado. He's now kicking for Colorado. So that was the plan. The yeah. plan was not to have and uh, credit Corey Dunn yeah, for sticking around. I'm not. I, I'm not trying to. I don't want to just single him. Absolutely, because he has had some nice kicks. Yeah, but yeah. like, and, uh, and, and again, he's a college athlete. And yeah, I'm not yada yada trying yada. to do that. But in giving the analysis of the situation, right. like the punt team, they, that's why I keep saying the punt team. The punt team. They had. They had a plan. And then Becker flips, goes to Colorado. Rivera elects not to come back. And here you are. Now, next year, they have the top-rated punter in the state of Ohio coming, one of the best in the nation, coming next year. Doesn't help us this year. But I, but yeah. it, it's just, you know, sometimes it, there this these things are circumstances yeah. don't work against you, and it, it has been a problem. Mevis punted um, uh, my guy Mike Swain from 247. Yeah. Uh, Fordham put out his stats. Yeah, I, but he punted for Fordham last year and was respectable. I, I just, I, I don't know how you can't at this point. They again, Brent. If and then they've well, even they pun- they tried shook a little bit in the uh, UNLV game. Punting is like it is what it is, but when you want to play the way they want to play, you can't suck at it. Yeah. I totally you, understand. It just can't. It's too valuable. Yeah, I, 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 I made this comment to Ross and Sean Roberts when before they were helping us get lined up for reaction. I was like, I'm not convinced. If we had Tory Taylor, we wouldn't be four and zero right now. Like, and I don't know that. Like, I'm not. Sure. But my point is, like, he set the tone in the Cyhawk game. Man, punters are just like. You don't appreciate them until you don't have a good one, right? And, like, it's just I, – I don't know. I, I'm not making an excuse for the um, kickoff return. It's just that's a very fluky play. The the punt thing, like, they're going to be punting four or five times a game probably. Sure. With possessions in the Big 12 and stuff like that. You just – man, it's it's nerve-wracking every time they walk out yep. there. Yep, between the, the, the long return on the, on the low, short punt – the blocked one that led to points. I mean, it was just, it was not good. And then, you know, you had brought Purdy had the deflected ball that was picked um, that ended another drive. And 
No, I I I know Brock get got a lot of criticism again yesterday. I didn't think he was that I, bad. I thought he was fine. Yeah, I, I did mean, too. I thought I, honestly in the fourth quarter, outside of that one that was tipped, three of his four reception interceptions have been tips. I, like I mean, he made. Some and, and why is that happening is another question. Yeah, I, I'm is not that smart. is that the line thing? Is that Brock's height? Is should he be out of the pocket more? I, I don't know. I don't know. The the other beef that has been off discussed today is the the two point conversion call. Yeah, and where if there should be if any criticism there, um, I understand the alarm bells go off of why are we under center when Iowa State never is under center. I just you have to think they have a play call sheet of reliable two point conversions that they run through all the time and practice all the time, and I'm guessing they've run this play. Hundreds of time, and this was their go-to two-point conversion. I would guess so too. Now you can you can say, okay, then that's fine, but then why is it under center? And I under, I get that, yeah, I but too. but it's also some of the same voices that you hear of why are we in the shotgun on yeah the two-yard line or the three-yard line anyway? And so it's like I would also point we out, have it both ways here. You have a senior quarterback and you have an all-american at center or an all big 12 guy at center so yeah, it's like I mean, that's got to be an, that's an execution thing that didn't happen I, I is that is that the offensive coordinator's fault for calling yeah, that maybe I, I don't know maybe but i i don't know i just they've had to have practiced that thing hundreds and hundreds of times this wasn't an unfamiliar situation of doing that now in that in that moment well maybe there is criticism deserved there yeah i don't frankly i don't think the play was going to work I've watched that play like fifteen times. And I was his knee down. Yes. Like it didn't. Well, mean, it didn't. It wouldn't. Have, it yeah, would have gotten reviewed. That would have right? gotten reviewed. Yeah. yeah. Even if they would have completed it, he would have. He would have been down, likely. I mean, I'm. I'm assuming. Sure. I think what they were doing was they were going to try and hit Jared Russ on a little flare. I. I, th- I think, and I. I mean, I'm not crazy about that, but whatever. Again, like that's their play. I would have just given the ball to Breeze at it, some capacity, so, and a little misnomer here. In college, the ball is at the three-yard line, not the two. So sometimes it gets uh, yeah. NFL is the two-yard line. Okay. So that extra yard, okay. If I know you can yeah. still run it. Oh, from absolutely. There, but it, it makes it a little bit more of a challenge. That's why you see more passes. That's why you see more passes on those two. So that's where I'm at on the special teams thing. Like I don't get me wrong. Like if they, if there's no kickoff return for a touchdown, they win. Yep. Pier- like despite anything else you want to pick up, even me with my punteritis here they still win if they don't have that huge mistake yeah and it's and now that's again four kickoff returns for touchdowns in the last two plus years definitely cost you one game i think i could make the argument it cost you three and that's not even counting the long ones sure that didn't go that to didn't the go house. a couple for oklahoma yeah, yeah. you know yeah so it's um it's really frustrating Try the um, we'll do the negative segment now, and then we'll look ahead a little more rosy. Yeah, I listen. I, I, you said you listened to reaction. This is my and I. I don't know. Like this is the problem. We this is where we need Brunzy. I don't know enough about offensive line schemes and stuff like that to really give you an educated like film review. Yep. All I know is they don't look like a dominant offensive line. They look like an offensive line that doesn't isn't getting a ton of push. Now they weren't bad yesterday. I'm not killing them. I mean, Brees clearly the run game got going. I think he did a lot of that too. Like he was really good. He that was, was great. The, that was the best yeah, he's he, played. He was the best player on the field. Brock seems like he's under a ton of duress. Now is that because Brock is indecisive? Is that because the receivers aren't getting open? Is that because of the line? I I'm not smart enough to tell you that. I am underwhelmed by the offensive lines, just general performance. It was interesting. Brock said after the game that they they showed us some blitz pressures that we hadn't seen before. Okay. So I think that I was see that, that was that was part of it. And you know, I think pass protection wise in the fir- the previous three games pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Wasn't wasn't as nearly as good yesterday. I, I thought seeing it in person, there was more push there though. You know, oh, in run blocking. In run blocking. Yeah, yeah I thought no I thought they did a they did a better job. They seemed more cohesive to me on that. And I thought I thought Brees played. It was much more downhill. I think it best. was his best game as a cyclone. Honestly, he was wow. that good. Okay, he was electric in person. Like he just 
there was a different dimension. Now he was there was like two or three runs where he was this close to breaking an even bigger one. Yeah, but his impact both in the run game and the pass game. I mean, he was the guy. He uh, he looked like a you know early NFL pick yesterday. He was he was that good. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I I thought it was better. Now those five, you know, Schweiger at tackle, uh, Simmons got beat a couple times at guard. You know, maybe that's an adjustment you could make. Do you try then Bremsburg and move Schweiger back to a guard? But Simmons has been pretty good this year, so I don't know. I mean, you can tinker around, yeah. but, or do or do those do those same five need more time together? And is that is that the problem? But I, you run for over two hundred yards against a rush defense, Chris, that was allowing under hundred yards per game. That's that's pretty good. So I, I don't, don't know. know. I'm not gonna. I need more Cody yeah, Rhodes. I'm not gonna quibble too much about that. I I think the. That's good sound effects. What what is you want some more? Yeah, I'll do a little more. What really makes this sting is two things. It's the way you lost the game. So the special teams issue rearing its ugly head again. But then beyond that, we were better than Baylor. Yeah, if if that's a game in a vacuum, okay, you it is what it is. But beyond that, it it really it takes the shine off this giant expectation of a perfect season. You know, the Iowa game's one thing, but now it's it's now you're two and two and you're headed to October and, and you now know, you're vir- one in the big Yeah, top. virtually your playoff chances are gone. You're out of the top twenty five and I think people are playoff. Yeah. People are coming out of this, you know, looking at this now like well, this was unfortunate. Like this this is not meeting what we really thought this this dream season could be. And I understand that. Yeah, like I don't his blame history anybody. history is working against your feeling right now because this was supposed to be the season that that did everything. I'll be and honest. It's, this it's, feels it's a lot right. This now. feels like an eight and four, seven and five deal right now. But, but there are other indications that tell me that this thing could turn around pretty quickly for Iowa State. So I'm not going to throw in the towel yeah, I, just yet. We'll get to yeah, that. We'll get to that. We'll get. To it's that. just it is. It was. It was. Um, that's a tough one. That's one of the tougher ones that, yeah. that I've seen. That it was. That was for me too. Um, and, and I kept feeling too watching the game, much like we were saying. I felt like Iowa State was better than Baylor for the majority of that. I mean, that quarterback was unreal. He was great uh, at the beginning of the game. Give him credit. But I, I just like even after the going down two scores with the kickoff return, I'm like, well, that they're not doing anything against the defense. The defense is locked in. Like Baylor's not scoring. It was that freaking um, interception that was the backbreaker. But but even so, like I kept feeling like, okay, they're going to keep going. Like it's pretty easy right now for the offense. The offense was clicking there, except for the turnover. What's um real quick after this? Let's I, we'll, we'll do the quarterback thing. Yeah, because this is it's it's a conversation. Yeah, and yeah, we'll, it's not we'll, going away. We'll do the quarterback thing uh, really quick. I want to thank our friends at Gravitate Coworking. Check them out at Gravitate Coworking. Dot com. I need to get out of this office. There's just a lot of bad, bad, <laughs> bad vibes in bad here vibes. right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you feel like that? Did you get kicked out of your office? Are you supposed to just work exclusively from home now after the pandemic? Maybe you want to go somewhere. Uh, I actually, I know like a bunch of ad agents are now working there. There you go. A lot of people in the tech world. GravitateCoworking.com. Good networking place, too. Great networking place. Downtown, Midtown, Jefferson, and Cedar Falls. Check them out. GravitateCoworking.com. Jeff Woods, a good friend of ours and a great supporter of what we do here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, there's this one guy on Twitter, and I don't really read a ton of notifications during games and stuff, but for some reason, one guy keeps standing out to me. And after every game this year, I think he even did it after the UNLV game. He was mad at Brock. And he's convinced that a quarterback switch is just going to change everything for Iowa State right now. And for what it's worth, 
I've heard nothing but positive about Hunter Deckers. I haven't heard a negative thing about him. In fact, I've been told he probably will be able to come in next year and there's not going to be that big of a drop-off. That's how much they yep. like this guy. Um, I, did, I just like what what's hard for me. I, I told you what I think lost the game for him mm-hmm. yesterday. You know, I'm already, I'm already, I don't, I mean, Tom Manning was getting a ton of heat. I mean, they almost put up, what, 600 yards or 500 yards? Like, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think he's been perfect. I did not like the scheme against Iowa. Like, I was very yeah, open you, about that. I, I did not like the Iowa and, and you and I deals. I thought he was fine yesterday. Like, I'm not going to kill Tom Manning. Um, to me, like, the, the Brock thing, man, like, I just don't think he's the problem. I don't think he's been great. Like, I, I don't. And I told you at the beginning of the year, I think the difference between a good and a great season is Brock Purdy. Sure. Like, it, it, can he elevate to that level? I don't think he has. But, like, he's not the reason they lost yesterday. Am I wrong? I, Am I missing something here? I agree with you. Now, you can what look am at, I missing? You can look at a handful of plays that that he did not execute very well. I know when when there's 75 plays in a game, you'll always have that. Um, you know, on the by the way, Spencer Rattler was being booed in I his guess, own. I heard that in his own stadium That's last crazy. night. It's it's amazing though. In any loss, just think about that though. The two guys, yeah, right? The two guys last year in the Big 12 championship game. Yeah. And outside Heisman contenders, yeah, think about entry that. in the year. Yeah, I, I and thought that each want the backup, so it's, it's, I thought that was really interesting. The uh, no, in any game, the the most popular. Just watch yourself when you're just when you watching a game. Most popular people to blame are quarterback and the offensive coordinator in some yeah. combination. Just yeah. naturally, like yeah. they are. Those are the targets when you don't win, because it's just it's, sometimes it's that. It's that natural thing of, well, these are the most correctable things for us to get better. The quarterback needs to get better and or we need to be more creative in our play calling. We're too conservative. We don't take enough shots. Yeah. We don't run any misdirection. And then it's the and media because so we don't ask the hard questions. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> down the road. I'm a little sensitive right so now. I saw, so I saw one thing before I forget it. I saw some stuff. It's like, gosh, it seems like we're running a lot on first down. And we're getting behind, and that's why you know we're you know we're running all the time on first down. Looked it up today. Thirty-seven first down plays for Iowa State, Chris. Twenty-two runs, fifteen passes. Pretty good balance, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you look at and if I dove a little deeper, the times Iowa State threw on first down actually led to more three and outs than when they ran it on first down. I mean, a couple notable ones: the deep shot to Skates, third quarter, first down play. Yeah. That was kind of your big – now, Brock threw a great ball. Yeah. Hit skates in the hands. Good coverage. Yeah. yeah. Didn't make the play. Joe should have made that catch. Is yeah. that Brock's fault? I mean, so again, is that Tom Manning's fault? You you can you can find little things here and there. Like, and Deckers has a better arm. He does. Like, there, there's I, no question. I'm not denying that. But, like, it's also like the way they're playing. I, I don't know. I don't know who's better. My point is I don't think Brock is the reason they lost. I, and I will, I will agree with you there. And it's – he has not been an elite quarterback at all. You could say he hasn't even been good. He's probably been average this year for Iowa State. But that average probably, with without the miscues on special teams, I think you're, you know, you're, it's a different well, season. Well, that, that's to me, and I'm going to come back to it again. It's this damn punt team. Mm-hmm. Watch the Iowa game again. Seriously, like if you guys are bored with my analysis, watch the Iowa game again. That was the game. And and I'm giving Iowa credit. I'm not this is not a oh, we gave it away. No. Like their guys Iowa and Iowa State play similar football right now. You know, that not not everything's the same, but it mm-hmm. it's fairly similar, a complimentary style. You know, keep the defense off the field. You know, you're short you know, short in the game, all that. They're elite in that. When when our guys are starting consistently on the seven yard line, mm-hmm. you're telling me that Tom Manning calls the same plays that he would if they're on the twenty seven. 
Right. Or or if you're really playing the tight style of ball that we want to be playing, you're on the 37, right? Because right. it's all about field position. It's all about flipping the field. That, that That's what it's all about. It's a field position battle. If it's tr- And we saw this last year. Look at the Texas game last year. It's how Iowa State won. Mm-hmm. Iowa State's won a lot of games playing in the last position. two years yeah. doing this. Yep. If if it's going to stay like this, it's a seven and five team. Like they've got to get better here. I, 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 I you tell got, me if I'm making no. too big of a deal out of it. I think that they could. Iowa beat the tar out of them. Like I, I don't want to take anything away from Iowa. They're a top five team right now. Like I'm not, I'm not in that world. But I, if Iowa State has Tory Taylor, I think that they could be four and zero right now. I know they'd be three and one. They may be four and zero. Yeah, I mean, so if if you switch the punting around on September 11th, Iowa State wins, and I think any educated Iowa fan would even go, "Yeah, yeah, you're probably right," because he was that important. I thought it was interesting. So Matt said something, and this kind of plays into my comments here. I wrote it down after the game. Look at Bloom taking notes. No, I did. I just didn't look. You know, he's taking notes for the podcast. So it's like eleven o'clock th- now. This rub this rubs some people the wrong way, but I think it's an interesting conversation. Okay, and let okay. me let me hit you with this. This is Matt. Okay. Quote, we've been down this road since I've been at Iowa State, Campbell said, of adversity. Yep. The reality of being at Iowa State and who we are is you have to win in the margins, and that's never going to change. As much as you get the hype around you at times that it's going to change, it's not. We have to win in the margins. We're going to have to stay the course. So. I completely agree with him. Some people read that and go, Matt's making excuses that he's at Iowa State. And he doesn't have, you know, he's you, you can't recruit well enough to get the guys at Iowa State. And and, and to a point, I, I I agree he doesn't have Alabama and Georgia talent. He doesn't. He does not. Like if if, if right. Iowa State if Iowa State is Alabama and Georgia right now, you don't worry about the special teams because you're up three touchdowns just based on your dominance, right? And, like, your second and third string guys are five-star dudes who are on your special teams. Yeah, is that yeah, another good point? I mean, it's a reality. So, so I, but I think you can look at that and go... That's <laughs> why Brees Hall isn't on special teams. I, you could you could look at this and you could twist it and say, you know, that's Matt saying, oh, you know, the, you can't... You, we don't have good enough guys here to win at a high level. But I, I don't necessarily think that's what he's saying. I think... no. What he's I think he's being critical of himself with that quote. Yeah. I, I don't know if critical is the word, but like, well, I'm, I'm doing this little thing for our premium subscribers. Y'all should subscribe. I think that it's great value. Um, where I let them do a mailbag after yesterday's loss and ask me some questions. And, and everybody's like, do they even care about special teams? I've been in their meeting rooms. They're obsessed. Like uh, th- Matt, like I used to, we used to have a running joke. Uh, who's the kid who he's with the Rams now? Wordle. Steve Wordle, the yeah. long snapper. Wortel, it, actually. Wortel? Yeah. Did we mispronounce his name for years? You might have. I've always called him Steve Wordle. Wortel. I'm pretty sure it's Wortel. Um, for two years, Matt and I had a running joke together where I would start an interview with him and be like, you can't start by talking about the long snapper. <laughs> he loved that guy. Because he's so obsessed with those tiny-ass yeah. little things. Yeah. And, 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 this, listen, This has to drive him crazy. <laughs> I guarantee you he's losing sleep over this special teams thing. They're not ignoring it. Now, do they have some problems? Like, maybe there's something in the staff that you need to... I don't know. Like, that... I don't know, but, like, of course they care. The, the, he, this this living in the margins thing is like that's how he lives his life. This isn't a football thing for Matt. He's D three. Dad's a high school coach. Bill Snyder, like that's that's who Matt is. I mean, so like, listen, like I'm frustrated with the special teams too. You can hear it in my voice, but it's not like that they are just never practicing it. Yeah, and, and one other note on that: the quality control special teams guy left after last year and went went elsewhere this the, this is a newer quality control special teams guy as of this year so they did make a change from last year why didn't FYI. they call us well I, I we were we were we were reminiscing on this last night 
uh, Jack and I were off the air about like just all the staffs we've been around. Yeah. The only one I could remember that I had ever covered and granted, I'm not spending a ton of time in my, in my youth, like writing about special teams when I was coming up in this business. Chiswick had one. Bullware? Of course, yes. But you have Jay Bullware. Yep. Yep. He had like a legitimate, like, special that team. was his That's only, only job. job. Yep. And then um, in 2018, Matt had the kid, the kicker, the, yep. Young guy. Yep. He ended up like leaving and going to Bama. Yep. But he, it Joe, was a demotion. Uh, yeah. Show something. It was a demotion. Like, so he, he was taking less money. Basically, he was like a grad assistant. So, like, he, they, it, which told me they pushed him out. Um, but I, I couldn't even remember, like, because Rhodes, Shane Burnham did it. Right. Most, in most staffs, you're so a special like, teams coordinator plus you coach a position group. Yeah. So it's like Shane was the defensive tackles coach slash. Special teams. Special teams coordinator. Coordinator. Yeah. So I, I'm just trying to explain that to fans that. It's, it's not like the NFL where they, there's yeah. a dedicated guy it's, just to do it. Most it, places. I, I don't know. I haven't taken the time to look around. Yeah. Like to see. But I was just thinking to myself and Jack knew more about the McCarney era. Obviously, I was just getting started. But Jay Bulware was the only one that I could think of in my 15 years of doing this. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. I mean, it's it's. I wish it was as simple as okay, just find a guy that's really good coaching special teams. <laughs> yeah, that's the but problem. It, Everybody it, wants a quick fix here. Yeah, and it's it, just I don't. That that fix should have been done in the off season. That's where I'm concerned right now because I'm looking at this punt thing and I'm like, what's the answer? Yeah, and so again, to to your point, your greater point, ESPN has an efficiency metric that measures offense, defense, special teams. Right now, Iowa State special teams is uh, second worst in the country. Oh my God, are you serious? Yeah. Well, I believe it. Yeah, I mean, it, but yeah, just look at the, it, it. It measures field position difference. What's defense top five? Uh, defense is lower than I thought. Really? It's like nineteenth now. I don't know what I don't know how they they measure their their stuff. It's on a strength of schedule. I, basis. I was doing the my weekly analysis of the stats late last night when I was watching UFC, and man. I want to go just off the top of my head. The amount of times that the opposition has gotten into the red zone, I want to say five. A total, yeah, which is insane. And the the one knock on the defense is having forced enough turnovers. But again, and this is something Campbell and I fought about. Yeah, is like it luck. We have total philosophical differences. He's Matt Campbell, and I'm a hack blogger here mm-hmm. talking to Brent Bloom. I agree with that at eleven Another o'clock hack. on a Sunday night, right? Right, but I, Matt is all about. Well, you work hard, you study film, and you put yourself in the right position to make the play. Bill Finley, I, I've talked to him about this. He would say the same thing, right? Like coaches, like that. Yeah, I swear to God, there is a return to the mean. Just a randomization I, of. I can't prove it. But again, it's just like remember those Rhodes teams. I mean, oh. that was really the difference in the Rhodes era. Yeah, certain years they would uh, they could, get they a ton of turnovers. A bunch like in a, in a in nine, ten, and eleven because they I got everything. Columns. In two thousand nine, two thousand ten, and eleven, Iowa State was like top ten each year in turnovers for, and then they got none, and then they got none in like twelve, thirteen, four, or whatever. The at the end of the Rhodes era, they didn't get much at all. Same coaches. Like anything, it's probably something in the middle. Yeah. The talent probably got worse, but it makes but, a huge it makes a huge difference for that field position thing. And so if your if your if your punt team is not great and you're getting killed by again that Isaac Power for Baylor, huge part of that game, mm-hmm. the way he flipped the field. Now maybe Jalen Knowles should been back. I'm tired of losing to punters. Yeah, but the punters the punters are killing us right now, and among other things. And then when you do though, Chris, the frustrating thing is even without with, with that said. I think the assumption was before the season, you can overcome that with the talent that you have coming back. And you had all of these guys back from a team that won nine games, was a, was 30 yards away from winning a Big 12 championship, and won the Fiesta Bowl handily. Like, I think 
there were, there was reason to think that Iowa State could just overwhelm teams like Baylor, that you don't even have to leave it up to shoddy special teams. Unfortunately, it seems where we're at still, and I think this backs to Matt, back to Matt's quote on yeah, where we're at here, is you're not there yet. You're not overwhelming people like Alabama and Georgia can, where you just you're you're merciless against this onslaught. Iowa State's not there yet. Could they get there? I don't know. I mean, to our credit, I, we said this all summer. Yeah, I mean, it's you're like in, we knew that these would be meat grinders. You're games. in these one possession yeah. games, but you can't f it up. Yeah, in the way that they and did it on Saturday. I, I mean, you're so close to being four and zero, but yet the record says you're two and two. At the end of the day, you're two and two. So you can't argue with that. And you know, nope. you, you try and move forward. Now, there's still the Big 12's a mess. It's a complete mess. There's still a lot this team can accomplish, but I think these, these these grand visions of Iowa State taking this elite next step, you know, it's going to be tough to get there now. And I think that's that's hitting people today, and I understand that. That doesn't mean you have the setback as a program, though. So I think this yeah, is this no, is yeah. the other thing. Yeah. Is um, one of my favorite quotes is. Um, you know, it's success is not linear. Success yeah. is not it's a straight like the line. Squiggly yeah, line. the squiggly, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. so you're going to have some of this stuff. Football's a weird game. The Any of those, like Gary V, those type yeah, guys always say that. It's yeah. true though. It's hundred percent. Just think about your job. You know, some days you're like, I can't do anything right. And then sometimes it just, things work in your, what your favor and it all seems right in the world and it's unpredictable, but it's the way it is. But there's no doubt in my mind, Iowa State is still further ahead now as a program than they've ever been. No doubt. And I will also say No doubt. Iowa State, and this is, Iowa State played Iowa State's a better football team right now than they were week one. And it's not even close. Oh, yeah. They've gotten so much better. Significantly better. And so I think think that that means, you know, you're a third of the way into the season. The last two thirds, uh, there's still still plenty out there. Uh, Let's look really quick. I want to pull up the schedule. Because I, I was looking at this earlier. And this is where I'm going to start to be more optimistic, okay? I like that. Um, so can uh, 33 point favorites over Kansas. Then you get a buy, which is going to be great. Need the buy. Yeah, that'd be a good reset. It's button. a good time to have a buy because then you got a physical game coming up after you, that. You do, but I love the matchup against Kansas State. Yeah. I mean, did you watch them last night yet? I have not. I mean, they can't. It's exactly what we said on the Thursday night radio show. And Thompson's not going to be back for that game. No. Like, that's a good matchup for John Hancock. Mm-hmm. Completely one dimension. It will not look a lot different than last year. Now, granted, they're not going to have all their big dudes in the middle out with COVID. But, like, I'm saying schematically, you remember that game in Ames, the 45 to nothing one. That's the style of ball they are playing. Yeah. They and they're can't. on their third string quarterback now. Right. They can't fix their quarterback. Uh, and so my my hope is you you get right over the, you have three weeks, three weeks. Yep. To really dial in and turn this ship around, and then it's a meat grinder for three weeks. Yep. Yep. Uh, you've got Oklahoma State at home, who they have been an Achilles heel for Campbell. Sure have. And they're. They are who I thought that they were. I I tabbed them at third in my preseason poll. I thought when they went out and won at Boise, despite how uh, Brent people have got to get it out of their minds, like what the Big Twelve used to be. It's not that league anymore. I man, I pulled up a stat. Hold on, I pulled up an Oklahoma State defensive stat that rivals like what what we are seeing in Ames right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not as dominant, nope, but man, they're, they're really, really good. Um, here. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It's not that big of a deal, but they held Kansas state to two for 12 on third downs. That's a pretty good we'll six a, yards total in the fourth quarter. Had a defensive touchdown Comple- as well. Yeah. Completely clamped down on them. Um, and that's my point. The reason I made that note was the Kansas State thing. Yeah. Because it's, I think it's pretty similar. Iowa State and Oklahoma State at this point, their defense is just really good. Um, I like no, having right. that game those, at home. Those two teams are really similar right now. Very much so. One of them's undefeated. One of them's 2-2. Two and two. And I think if you would ask an Oklahoma State fan, they think their offense is struggling at this point. Well, their defense is getting them through, but they're 4-0. Oh. 
West Virginia is going to be a dogfight on the 30th. Yeah, and now they, they uh, you know, they didn't move the ball well at all yesterday. No. So they've got quarterback problems. To me, that game hasn't changed, though, what we thought it would be when when the preseason started. Iowa State will be a modest favorite. Yeah, it's it's going to be similar to Baylor. Can I, and one other thing, Baylor, Baylor is, is got some guys. Now, they're he's now ranked. I think he's really good. Their game plan for Iowa State was fantastic. They there's and I I was in the same boat. I was like, there's no way they're coming out with Bohan and throwing the ball twenty times in the first half, and that's exactly what they did. I mean, they 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 flipped Iowa State a little bit, and it took took the Cyclones a quarter and a half to really get that figured out. And I think that was the disruption. Is nobody anticipated Bohan and being that accurate and good throwing. I thought they'd come out and try and run it. They didn't. They threw it the majority in that first quarter and a half, and I think that dictated the slow start more than anything. And then finally, once I would say dialed it up the pressure on Bohannon, they got him off his his uh, platform a little bit, and he struggled in the second half. But um, credit their coaching staff. I mean, the thing is, C-Dub, you're not playing yourself. There's another team, too. And yeah. I thought Baylor for a half yeah. was really good. They were right. not, they're not as good in the second half. But have you seen point spreads yet? I have not seen the thing. Uh, we're going to do guess yeah. the Big 12. Hold on. Can For you, a little more Cody Road. I'm, can I'm, you get a game show theme song? I'm Yes. I'm physically like starting to slur my speech. <laughs> well, two and two. <laughs> you should have seen... How sad I was. Who needs sleep, Chris? You should have seen how sad I was on Saturday night, sitting in my basement. By the way, I'm going to have uh, my guy, free plug for him. Free plug. Courtney at Satellite City. Okay. We're going to have five TVs in my living room. Five? Hopefully by this Saturday. We have a new, we're doing a new setup. Okay. Did you notice I moved them onto the wall and off of the swivels? Yep. I'm putting so I'll have four forty inch four forty inch TVs with the seventy five inch screen in the middle. Buddy. Last night was epic, man. Yeah, bye week coming up at least. Yeah. Well, we're gonna take advantage of it, my man. All right. uh, we'll be back. We're gonna play guess the point spreads next. All right, welcome back. Uh, we're nearing midnight (laughs) here on a Sunday. (laughs) I didn't even tell you guys my my daughter's sick again. Every uh, every other week, one of my or Bloom's kids are sick. Although Cameron has really staved off everything. Like I think she had everything when she was younger. But nonetheless, what a pain in the ass. Uh, it's time now to guess the Big 12 point spreads with Brent Bloom. Yeah. Do we include... Our future friends, BYU, Central Florida, Houston. Sure. (laughs) Extravagant. You want another thing? You know how sick I am? On one of the TVs last night, I had BYU, South Florida, just so I get a good look at our friends at Salt Lake City. And I I watched the BYU TV network today for about five minutes, and I was like, holy shit, they're crazy. And I turned it off really fast. Sorry, no offense. If you're Mormon, I love you. But, man, that was some weird stuff. Uh, we haven't had the chance because it's kind of been a heavy football stuff in the last four weeks. I'm hearing there might be a couple other potential additions oh, to yeah, the Big they're, 12. Oh, yeah, they're going to 16. But maybe not who you think. Yeah, the Pac-12 yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. I, I think Bob Bullsby's tired of effing around. I, I just, I, it's, it's. It's more loud than I thought it would be about I, those two. I was told, or f- I, I've whoever. talked about that. I was told like four years ago, dude, the Arizona schools want out. Anyway, we can get into that. And that was kind of the plan with this new TV contract anyways. Right. And now it's like, well, you can come here and you can be like a focal point of the league. It's just something to keep an eye on, everybody. All right, BYU is at Utah State. <laughs> On Friday night. Oh, bro. man. Utah State just got housed by Boise. They're at Utah State. Yeah. Tough place uh, to play. 16 and a half. That's a big rivalry. 16 and a half. Eight and a half. Oh. <laughs> no love for, her, for the Cougs. I'm not, I'm not locked in on them yet. No, I don't. 
this is the most well this one's coming around a little bit um Texas at TCU TCU Oof. What did I tell you last took, week? I said that, back, I man. said that SMU game, man. That's a brutal, yeah, a big brutal step, game. Big step back for Gary. They're kind of a popular pick, not anymore. Um, Texas at TCU or TCU at Texas? Texas at TCU. So still sneaky. I'm not bought. I'm not bought in on Texas yet. I'm going to go Texas by four and a half. Four. Well done. Thank you. Uh, Texas Tech. They are who we thought oh they were. Oh, my gosh. So now Shuck's out for a while. He broke his collarbone. They're terrible. Uh, okay, Cincinnati is at Notre Dame. Oh, I like this. Future Big 12 member representing uh, Notre Dame by six. Wrong. Vegas Cin- hates Notre Dame. Why does Vegas Cin- hate Notre Dame? Power ratings, man. And Seriously? I guess, uh, what's his name? The quarterback's hurt? Iowa State, yeah. Uh, Cones hurt. Iowa State only dropped two. Yeah, it, in the power ratings. They're actually they're they're, at, they're uh, Bill Conley's SP plus. Did they much, go? Which up? I love, but went, went up like two spots. Yeah, because they're losing by fluke, fluke shit. That's that's why. They that, were they're still like thirteenth. Yeah, they're top fifteen in like every Vegas just, power rating right now. That's what's Ye- crazy. Yesterday did not even impact. Did not impact. Which you could argue then that's a, it's a because flaw in the it's because power the computers look at it and they go they lost on a fluke kick return. Although, if you're an Iowa State fan, you go, there's nothing fluky about it. (laughs) Uh, Cincinnati's a a two-and-a-half-point favorite at Notre Dame. Oh, wow, they're favorite. Okay. Which goes to show how totally off the whatever, out of the stratosphere, Iowa State's special teams kick return issues have been. Because it's not even even calculated that this is possible by these indexes. That's exactly right. Like, they don't... All right. Uh, this will be the most talked about game of the weekend. Mississippi at Alabama. Oh. You have to name the total. Well, so the spread's going to be like 17. 15. Total's going to be, I mean, they, they had like 84 last year. This is going to be 68. 77 and a half. Oh, my gosh. No way. <laughs> There's no chance. It opened at 80. What are we doing? <laughs> Great defenses in the SEC, C-Dub. <laughs> it opened at 80. What are we doing with that? It has gone down to 77 oh, and a half. My gosh, I should have jumped earlier on that. Kryptonite for the Sooners. Oklahoma at oh, Kansas no. State. Oh, no. I mean, that's still, their kryptonite. It is. This is still 13 and a half, though. 10 and a half. Okay. Opened at 12. All right. Put your money line on Kansas State right now. No, because they can't throw. Well, they couldn't throw. I guess they had Thompson they last year. They did have Thompson last year, but he didn't really throw much that game. Texas Tech at West Virginia. Oof. Is this is this the uh, farewell tour for the yes, Wells Brothers? unfortunately. It, may, it hurts my heart. It does. Uh, 14 and I a half. really wanted – man, no, you're way off. Seven and a half. Well, they – people <laughs> – <laughs> I don't have to tell I'm, you what to do. But that West here, West Virginia, I would categorize. I don't know how much you've watched them. I have not watched They're them. in the Iowa State-Oklahoma State category. All defense, no offense right now. I watched that Tech game, though. Tech was awful. It, so here's a no, – you, know, like, you know our friend Brooke Johnson. I'm sure she's yeah, listening. Yeah, I Brooke. Sweetheart. We love her. Um, I tweeted at some point during that game. I go, this Tech game – with Texas is, is a total disaster. And she wrote me back because she wasn't watching it. And she goes, oh, I just saw the score. That looks horrible. I go, actually, it's it's a million times worse than the score would indicate. <laughs> this is one of the worst games I've ever so watched. So how could it be seven and a half? Are there just no love for West Virginia's offense? Yeah, there? I mean, that's, that's what, what I'm getting. I mean, the number is only at 57 okay. for yeah, those two teams. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well. I remember when West Virginia first got into the league. The Tech West Virginia oh game, like you'd always just play the over. Yeah, you know it's gonna get hit ninety. That's now in the SEC though. Those defenses. Uh, okay, where are we at now? Oh, our friends, the Running Rebels, man. I mean, look at that. They damn near won at Fresno. They're at Texas San Antonio, who's in the top twenty-five. Paul Rhodes is the final. In the top twenty-five. Yeah, they won at Memphis this week. Wow. Paul Rhodes Road was the runners. finalist. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, Roadrunners. Uh, I don't need 20. Roadrunners. 20. 20. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Iowa State's a 33-point favorite over Kansas. My man, Lance Leipold. Baylor at Oklahoma State. Wow. This will be a good game. I like this. This is the best game of the week. I like Cowboys eight and a half. Four. Oh. I'd hammer Oklahoma State. I think I would too. I'd hammer them. But again, uh, the numbers love Baylor right now. Yeah. And seeing them in person, they've they're got they've got guys, they've got guys, and I think Iran is good. What about Clemson? Oof. What about Nebraska? Did you see that on I saw the fourth that. quarter? Yeah, My God. Down. Um. Is that it? Is that all the Big Twelve games? I believe that's it. Unless I missed one. Interesting week. So if you're playing, if you're playing by my metrics here, and I know you will, uh, I am. I'm on Oklahoma State and West Virginia this week. We nailed that Oklahoma State game. If you guys listen to our radio show that we do on Thursday nights we on both KXNO. both pretty good in those picks. I, I would think so. Outside of the Iowa State. Absolutely nailed that Oklahoma. Kansas State, man. It's all about matchups, and that's a – I would fade the sh- sh- you-know-what out of them. <laughs> if they don't have Skyler Thompson, man, like they are in – they're in deep trouble. It What a weird year for quarterbacks in the Big 12. In general, like kind of been all wild. of college football, yeah. like I'll, I'll point it out, like outside of the Mississippi and the the Alabama guy, I mean Bryce Young, yeah, I mean Alabama, he, and, and then Corral at Ole Miss has been great. Otherwise, it's been weird. Uh, weirdest line of the week is Iowa only a three point favorite at Maryland. That's that tells a, all I need to know right there. That is an absolute meat grinder on Friday, Friday night Friday for the night. Hawks. You should come over and watch it. Will you come watch it? Uh, I have a big work function. What Friday do you mean? Night. What? It's uh, the Iowa State Foundation's Order of the Knoll event. In person. Lead rec center. Sounds great. It's a great night. Well, Good dinner. They're a great uh, supporter of what they, we do. They So shout out to them. I thought you were going to tell me you had to go like wine and dine some rich guy. No, there'll there'll be whining and dining. Oh. <laughs> it's just there'll be a lot of people, a lot of a lot uh, of people right. who choose to support Iowa State at this event. All right. Well, when you get done with that, swing by. I, I will. I will. I. Uh, it's after a couple that, glasses of wine. By that point, I'll have scoured. I'm planning to do it this week. I was doing it the week leading up to October. I will take about four hours one day, which I never do. And I'm gonna scour the Greater Des Moines Metro for pumpkin beers. Oh, is it that? Is it that time? Because the month of October is the pumpkin beer power. Now, rates. now, are you just the pumpkin beer guy? Do you do the lot? Did you do the pumpkin spice? Like, do you? Do you oh go, yeah, I do it all. Do, you do that. Okay. I mean, what we, we'll get like pumpkin Cheerios. Oh my goodness! Pumpkin coffee, uh, pumpkin. Every if it, if they make it in pumpkin, it'll be here in the Williams house. I was disappointed. I'm at a local Texas establishment. And when you're in Texas, what do you order for a beer? Shiner. Shiner. You have to. Didn't have any. How? I was like, where are, what are we doing here? And I, it was Friday night. And at that point, I'm like, man, this it, trip. And you all had a rough Friday night. We it, won't get into yeah, details. Yeah, this trip is just. What <laughs> Every are, time you all go to Waco, it's crazy. It, it, There's always something, something that happens. I was like, I had bad vibes and they didn't have the Shiner for me. So I had to drink a. A Lagunitas, and I'm, now I'm blaming it on that. No more Lagunitas on Friday night. You don't want to drink a Lagunitas on I, Friday well, night. I didn't have Shiner. In Texas. It wasn't going to get a Bud Light. Shoot, man. No, I'm I'm with you anytime I'm in the Metroplex. I'll get a Shiner. It it's automatic. Shiner. Like, it's just, I don't care what time of year it is, how hot it is. I'm same. I'm Shiner Bach, man. Yep. So, at, at that point, I, I started to get, like, weird feelings. Like, oh, no. I'll say this, too. If... If you were like, hey, Williams, gun to your head, top five beers of all time, Shiner would probably be on mine. Wow. I love it. Okay. But I don't like, I don't indulge in it all that often because it's very common. You know me, I like to buy, I never buy like a beer that I can always find. I'm always buying seasonal stuff. That's the only way I drink beer because I basically just drink whiskey now. Like on Friday... I went out and bought a bunch of Oktoberfest, like the six packs, right? That's where a I good could, time of year to do it. Yeah, yeah like yep, this new. year I'm going, this week I will scour 
every liquor store in Des Moines to find the best pumpkin beer selection. Man, I'll swing over Friday. Sample some of those. What is going on with your Cardinals, oh. by the way? Insanity. Just complete insanity. Unbelievable. This is what we're at. We can't lose. We're at. Uh, Are you guys wild card? Oh, yeah. It's locked in now. Yep. Uh, 16 wins in a row for the, the Redbirds. <laughs> it's incredible. Because you know me. You were making fun of me on the radio like two weeks ago. You're like, yeah, Bloom and some of my other Cardinal friends wrote them off. And I did. Like, I stopped oh, watching. Dude, I have this. I stopped watching. I will admit it. I've the Finleys. The Finleys. Every time the Braves and Cardinals play, it's like a big deal with you and them. <laughs> we get a group text going. And, and they've been so negative I this hate, year. I hated the Cardinals this year. Yeah, hated they them. hated their guts. Yep. The the Finleys were like that, too. And then all of a sudden, I look on Twitter this week, and Bill's at Wrigley Field. <laughs> it's, I mean, franchise record, C-Dub, 16 wins. That's impressive. I, I'll give my Braves some credit. They took... Um, Three or four, or two or three, something like that, from the Padres this weekend. There you go. They're going to make it. They're in. Math. I don't know, but they've they've got three with the Phillies this week. Okay. So it, it can flip pretty quickly if things go awry. And, so, uh, like, how crazy is it though that the Cardinals and the win streak that they're on could play the Dodgers? Yeah, in the wild card. Right. Yep. Think about that. Yeah, I mean, I don't because either it. one of those teams prior to this. Setup would have been like a favorite to win the World Series. Maybe yeah, not the Cardinals. Yeah, the Dodgers but, more so. But the car but usually it's like that hot team. That's who you Well, and that's the that's, that's the crazy on. thing is you get the Cardinals just got Flaherty back. You get him I uh, they'll actually they'll probably throw Wainwright in that play in that wild card game. God, Wainwright is still around. And he's been awesome. Man. It's crazy. So it's been fun. And also shout out to the US for uh Kicking some, Euro- Cup. kicking some European ass. That was enjoyable. To be honest, like I didn't even um, pay much attention because it was such a blowout. It was a, it was, uh, it was very one-sided. Very one-sided. Also, shout out to uh, one of my best friends and uh, the primary owner of Cyclone Fanatic, Jason Luch. They had a great weekend with the Abba Family Stables oh, horse good. racing. Right on. I think we're going to get a couple of ponies in the we derby some, this we year. We got some, some graded horses coming. We'll see. All right. It, listen, that's a deal where, I mean, you can think you're in a good spot, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, the horse wakes up on the wrong side there, of the hay. There was a horse named Cyclone Fanatic, wasn't there? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to that horse? <laughs> it's dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know that's, if it's... That's, okay, I, I, I didn't know that. I don't know if it's dead or not. We'll have to... <laughs> Well, he the, declared the, dead, so it must be dead. The single worst horse they've ever had. <laughs> I swear to God. So they they've got all these like you know beautiful like yeah. million dollar right. horses. And Jason decides to name one. This is right after like I started working for him and stuff. And he at this point he was still excited about what we're doing. I'm kidding. And he named the horse Cyclone Fanatic, and the thing just goes limp. <laughs> It's a piece of garbage as far as a racehorse goes. You know, I'm sure it serves a purpose eating yeah, grass or right. whatever it does. I don't know if it's dead, <laughs> it's but I know dead. that it is no longer in the stable. Can I get her? Can I get? <laughs> it was her, one of the worst horses they've ever had. Can I get a request for the next uh, family stable horse name? Take a step back. <laughs> Although maybe not a great name for a horse. <laughs> I'd throw a hundred dollars uh, into that pot for that. Oh my that god! That Philly fund. <sighs> We're about half a bottle of Cody wrote in. Can you tell? We probably should have ended this podcast thirty minutes ago, buddy. The I need. We're gonna this. be. We're gonna be okay. Thank everybody. you. Thank you for. Uh, so again, I had the sick kid, and, and like I just, my wife was working, and I couldn't get the kid down. And Bloom has a flight early on Monday morning, and I kept telling him, like, oh, I'm so sorry. The things we... I'm glad you came over, though, to do the Cody Road thing, because it makes the pod better, and uh, it's it's like the best hour of my week, believe it or not. You know what? The uh, We'll get through this, everybody. I know this is not where we wanted to be, but... No, it's really not, Brent. We but, wanted to be 4 no, I know. I understand. I did it too. makes it worse that Iowa's in the top it five. It does. If we're all just yeah. being honest... 
like quit saying that you don't care about the rivalry. Everybody does. I, I hate it. Both fan bases are so bad with this. Everybody cares. Just admit it. It's okay. It sucks that they're in the top five and we are like kind of in an identity well, crisis. It, it, but but yet there's not that much difference between no, the two. No, so absolutely not. I think not. that's the frustrating part. I think if like, any Iowa fan was being honest, the, they'd say the same thing. And, and on a big picture here, what is most irritating about this start is it's not, it hasn't been a, in my opinion, it hasn't been a talent deficit or you haven't been beaten by somebody else. It's a lot of self-inflicted stuff, which makes it extra frustrating with the record. But you're only a third in the way through the season. Big 12's wide open, and uh, it's October. Take a step back. So, for October, I guess. Okay. Yeah, do you, do you think, real October. quick, because that, to me, is like the theme. Do you, do you think that, are you a believer in Brocktober? I am. I still am. I am too. I think. Uh, I mean, Bre- Clones are going three zero in October. Brees, I, I I genuinely believe. Uh, Brees was so good. Yes. If you get that guy every week, I love the Kansas State matchup. It comes down to that Oklahoma State game. Yeah, and you're, they're in it. We're do. It's in Ames. You get yes. Texas and Ames. Let's so, go, man. Like that's five and two, up. heading into November. Right in the Big Twelve race. Why not? Yeah, you're there. You're still there. There you go. You heard it here first. Thanks, Bloom. Thanks, buddy. Thanks to Mac Dine, your presenting sponsor. We're going to let the great Gary Patterson, I'm telling you, I told you two years ago to sell your stock, didn't I? You, you did. I said sell your stock in Gary Patterson. I'm buying some SMU stock. When Gary Patterson starts recording music and music videos, it means he's not as into the football thing. Drops to rival SMU over the weekend. And he's going to take us out here on your Monday because it is damn near Monday now on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. No more tomorrows. No more today got away from it. Come on, bring it on home. One, two, three. Take a step by. Take a step by. Take a step back, take a step back. Everybody stop where you're at. Take a step back, you know it. Take a step back, take a step back, take a step back.